Well, the tactics Russia is using in Ukraine, constant shelling of cities, is fueling a humanitarian crisis. And while scenes of indiscriminate destruction of a neighbor's cities could provoke opposition to Russia, the Kremlin is now cracking down on the flow of any information and dissent, banning Twitter, Facebook, shutting down all but media that can report what they want them to report. New laws mean foreign news agencies are also stopping all reporting for now. Joining me now to look into this is analyst of Varvara Paramenko. Thanks so much for joining us again, Varvara. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much for having me. Good evening. One thing you, I know you worked a lot in, in, especially with the Ukrainian military, about how to protect civilians in conflict. And this has really disturbed you, what you've been seeing in Ukraine the past week. Uh, how is it fueling this humanitarian crisis? Uh, it's it's getting worse, obviously. Uh, with the Russian army not able to take control over Ukraine quickly and easily, it's now got to the strategy of just uh, shelling cities with artillery and aviation. Something we could see happening in Aleppo in Syria, for example. Uh, and it's obviously leading to a lot of civilian victims. So we now see... Uh, in, not only indiscriminate, but probably in some cases it's just targeting civilian infrastructure. Uh, many places around, many cities around the country stay now without water, without heating, electricity, uh, without access to, uh, uh, to food, uh, and uh, several cities are besieged. Uh, when the situation is quite difficult, people have a shortage of medicine, the city of Mariupol on the Azov Sea in Donetsk region now is probably in the most difficult situation. is uh, under constant attack uh, from two sides, and uh, right. a lot of people still left there. Clearly, I, I mean, I'm not sure of this. You may know this. You know Russia well, uh, having grown up there. What would the reaction be to these sorts of images? in a free and open media in Russia? Would they be horrified to see uh, what was happening next door? Would we have a free and open media in Russia? I think, yes, people would be horrified. But what is happening now in Russia, that uh, Russian state TV uh, and other uh, state government media just portrays this as a Ukraine itself is bombing its own cities. Right. And Russia is there just to protect. And I think still a lot of Russian citizens are in denial. They just don't want to believe uh, in the fact that Russia can be doing this. Uh, don't want to hear about it. Uh, and try just to stay in their in a small world, focusing on their own problems and not think about the, something horrible happening just next door. Today, though, Twitter was banned, Facebook was banned, a new law put in place that really prevents anyone from reporting anything that could, could be uh, gleaned as being anti-war. Um, this is a kind of media crackdown, or at least information crackdown, that we really haven't seen in Russia before. That's right. Uh, and it's not just media crackdown. Uh, today, uh, two leading human rights organizations were uh, closed completely and searched by police. And the organization, uh, human rights organization Memorial, one of the first founded in, uh, during the perestroika in Russia, and who was famous for working uh, to protect civilians in, during the war in Chechnya and other conflicts, 
uh, after the search today, the police left a sign inside on the board uh, with the letter Z, Z, and the sign that right. the memorial is over. Letter Z, that's what all tanks have the sign on them, tanks going in Ukraine. This just shows that Russia just attacks not only Ukraine, but all free uh, independent thinking, those who are staying for the human dignity inside Russia. And it's a very, very dangerous development for Russia itself. For now, as I say, most of the people in, in the country don't understand and don't realize this. But I'm afraid that very soon we will see dramatic uh, deterioration of quality of life. Already now, there are a lot of reports of people trying to flee the country. Uh, most it's still people with money, so those who are able to do that. But there are already reports of people trying to hide their uh, sons of the conscription age uh, and trying to flee to the neighboring countries, being afraid that they're going to be sent to Ukraine to die. And there is, with the sanctions having effect, it will affect not only the richest one, but the regular people. There is already a report of a shortage of medicine and all of this. So I think Russian people will start feeling this very, very soon. Whom they going to blame? That's a good question. Whether they will blame the Mr. Putin or just the West? Presumably, that's why the information crackdown is happening, so that there's only one narrative in Russia to respond to who's to blame, I, I imagine. Uh, I only have about another minute left, but you've been talking to people in Russia. What is the, the mood right now of those people you've been speaking to, and what are they planning to do? Now people are just terrified. Uh, almost every second post I see in social media among my friends, it's just, I love the country, I love the country. Or completely closing all their social media accounts because yesterday, uh, they actually, the Russian State Duma broke the law uh, when people for, who are calling to stop the war, for example, or trying to uh, tell about the real events happening, civilians being killed, Russian soldiers being killed, could be sent to jail for up to 15 years. Uh, so people are very, very scared. I imagine, and this might be the end. Are we going to see an end of the protest, do you think? A yes or no? I think it might be the end of a protest. It might be the end of any independent reporting from inside the country. So it's a very, very scary development. For Vera Parmenko, thank you so much for your insight as always. Thank you very much.